Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Last Minute Kickout. Today, we've got Kevy, Johnny, and <laughs> Petey. We are the Beard Squad. Today <laughs> is... Exactly. There we go. <laughs> yeah. No one uh, yes. that. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So, someone will, uh, I'm sure someone will work that out. Uh, uh... Yes. Welcome back to Last Minute Kickout, where three guys with beards talk about the latest wrestling pay-per-view. Uh, today, on today, uh, on today's show, we shall be talking about Survivor Series 2017. I enjoyed it. The others, not so much. I don't know why. We haven't talked about it. All, all we've said is, I enjoy it, and they don't. So we'll be getting into that. So, first of all, how are you doing, gentlemen? You're looking well. I'm doing very well, thank you. Good. As for myself, uh, yeah, I've had quite the busy, you know, uh, month uh, after the last uh, episode where uh, I went to go be part of the uh, tour uh. of, uh, you know, uh, the UK tour that they had not too long ago and get to meet my hero, the man <laughs> who changed me. So, which you can find out about it on on my Twitter at TurboXR, so you can check that. Yeah. Were you the, were you the reason that Sammy and Owens got sent home? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I was at the Raw show, so I would I didn't even meet them at all. Uh, so, uh, oh, so you went into business for yourself and went to see the show, and <laughs> you know, brilliant stuff. But yeah, it's it's been a long time since we've sat down to record because uh, it was a long four weeks before pay-per-views and mm. you know and then it's like a whole weekend of wrestling essentially because it's one of the the big four in the year mm. so john why don't you kick us off with the pre-show which i didn't the watch two, <laughs> the, the two hour pre you didn't watch the pre-show i didn't watch i didn't watch the pre i i know i know of the matches but i didn't watch them <laughs> uh, wow. it's like i was like, um I'll, I'll be honest the first one was very forgettable because it was, uh, as always, uh, Elias. Uh, Yay. Um, but it was Elias, and it looks like they're setting up uh, Elias versus Matt Hardy because they've got Matt Hardy to use. Um, they remembered. And, yes. which, is, which is kind of annoying because at the live show uh, that I went to, back at the start of the month um, they had a program of uh, Matt Hardy with The Miz um, going on and I liked that match when I saw that live um, it was really good really funny obviously a house show match to the highest degree of course yeah. but um, yeah now they obviously suddenly want to have Matt Hardy to do a program with Elias yay for Elias he's got to get a little rub you know um, yeah. yeah, I don't think Elias needs it though, uh, and Matt's just stuck in this limbo of Jeff's gone, so he's he's not on tag team thing, and and he can't do the broken character exactly. Although there has been some development on that, yeah. so the, uh, the so the uh, broadsheets are reporting, but we mm. won't see that till Royal Rumble, I'd imagine, if it manages to happen. So if it does, um, otherwise it was a serviceable match. But as always, they're building Elias up to be this guy who's not exactly this this beast, but he's continuing his semi-undefeated streak against high-profile wrestlers, we should mm. say. 
it's better than being on a losing streak at least that's for sure no it's true um yeah the less we see of that storyline the the better to be fair Mm. It's like, Kirk, it's Kirk. Yeah. Did you watch the match at all, Kev? Or did you I, um, much like Turbo, I looked at the concept of a two-hour pre-show before a four-hour pay-per-view, and I just went, even though I'm a, I'm a massive Matt Hardy fan, I just went, no. No. Just, just, well, just we, we, no. we had a... We had a three-hour session of something else anyway going on, Kevin. <laughs> so that's true. We did, we did, we did yeah. other things. We 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 were doing other game things, but yeah, um, for for LMC. But no, if, if we, even if we weren't, no, I there wasn't there wasn't an an Usos New Day match no. on there either, was there? That that, no. that would make you want to tune in. This was just well, I, yeah, there wasn't something of massive want to watch at the pre-show I guess a mm. uh, couple of big names on there but the matches were warm-up matches nothing leapt uh, off that well, pre-show card and went you must tune in and see this I really wouldn't say warm-up matches more like filler matches mm. you had all the filler matches yeah. at the start which is not yeah. a good sign if I want um, to watch an episode of WWE main event uh, I will watch an episode of WWE Main Event and since I don't want to watch an episode of WWE Main Event we did something else <laughs> but anyway so going going so going through the matches you had Elias Matt Hardy as you say Kevin uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Brizango whose no... main thing was the promo yeah that's about it. Uh, and oh, then you had Enzo uh, defending against Kalisto, which was again Enzo Amore again. It's it's like yeah. it's not gonna it's not gonna have the same impact as Neville versus uh, anyone. Uh, well, ne well, anyone. But I was gonna say the triple th uh, the triple program that uh, Neville had with uh, uh, Austin Aries. It's not going to be that caliber of any kind even, whatsoever. Even, even that got boring. Yeah, but it's it was still it's still a lot better than Kalisto and Enzo, in, which they've fair. done multiple times already, and it's getting. In dull. fairness, the writing was on the wall when Kalisto was defeated by the top rope getting in. So, yeah. oh, that was um, that was hilarious. Pun intended. Uh, a highlight of the uh, of the. Of the night. Degree is yeah. for um, for that. You know, fine. Was, it's gonna be featured. That that was funny as all hell. Uh, but yeah, it was it was all right. But yeah, two hours. It's looking forward to that again at Royal Rumble time. Yeah, aye, the and even even the promos that people were doing on it, from what I've heard, wasn't really. No one cares. Yeah, no, it was, it was very subpar. Like it's it's you could honestly tell that because pe they they knew the the results before they went into their matches uh that they just they half of them didn't care like mm. the miss the mrs promo is a good example of that in the social media lounge where he's just like uh he he really just didn't give a shit uh at all and his promo wasn't up to his normal standard i i just like the the best bit about that promo is at the very end it's just like you tweet me on social media you talk to me on social media. Everybody talks to me on social media, just like Baron Corbin does. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole thing. I'm sorry, did he turn into Oprah for some reason? 
Yes. Uh, well, you have a tweet, and you have a tweet. Jeez. It was it was funny, but it was it was just like the social media lounge and everything else that happens on the pre-show is generally garbage and boring, mm. and it's just it's just generally there to set up the hype. So yes, let's move on to the the main event or well, when I say main event, the <laughs> the main card, <laughs> the main card with its five man commentary table. As if Booker T wasn't enough, we had Booker T and Saxton. I I feel so sorry for Corey Graves being in the middle of that clusterfuck that was that um, like, commentary table. I did like the fact that they when they showed the graphics, they had Corey between the blue and the red. Yeah. In the, that was actually a really nice. Well, touch. yeah. Um, well, it was obvious because he is the the you know the man, the man that is on both uh, commentary teams for both nights. Uh, you know, the, the true. <laughs> The true Iron Man of commentary right now, um, and uh, yeah, just him trying to be th- this impartial kind of like thing throughout the entire night. Um, it, it was quite <laughs> daunting and very and very annoying hearing both Byron Saxon and Booker T just going on about it, nonsense. It could have been worse. The pre-show had Shawn Michaels who was just rambling <laughs> incoherently all the way through it. It really and was it was uh, it was uh, so annoying that commentary team throughout the evening and especially Michael Cole during one specific match which I'm sure we'll get to later yeah mm. um, but yeah I believe we kick off the match with a really good match uh, it was Shield versus New Day that kicked us yep. off wasn't it yes yeah. it was Unicorns well, versus Dogs yeah I I really enjoyed this match. I did as well. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. Um, there was it, it. It all started off with the uh, usual walk down promo uh, by the New Day, which uh, mm-hmm. which was great. Which uh, Woods had a fantastic line about how the match was such a dream match um, uh, that. Uh, all you fanfic writers and Tumblr kids uh, <laughs> will be writing about it, <laughs> which I thought was quite fun. But yeah, a uh, lot of a lot of niggle in the run up to it. Obviously, um, they made a good deal of the promo package beforehand, really putting how New Day was the point of the attack for SmackDown when they did their whole mm. under siege thing and how it was them on this and it was they who were the ones who went to Raw twice and had the balls to do it um, and the Shield were the Shield side of the of that promo was pretty much uh, yeah there's, they're the Shield so uh, and it was, there was a lot of niggle on between on, on social media especially between Big E and uh, Mr. Reigns and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was which both of them actually really shined in this match. Mm. Um, I really want Big E to have a singles title run while being part of the New Day, and I'm not talking like heel New Day where they'll interrupt because I mean they'll do that as faces anyway. But I really want Big E to be at least a main event contender on SmackDown. Like I, I could really see them pushing Big E as um, a heavyweight champion at some point. I have, want it to be while he's part of the New Day. Yeah, it's it's good that they're on SmackDown because US title would be perfect for him. 
It would be, but I, I, I don't want them to float around the mid card. I think them in the main title scene at the moment would be a massive spotlight on that area, which, as we all know, has been rather devoid of everything for the last mm. two two or so months. Um, which is really annoying and depressing, unfortunately. But um, having the new day in the main event slot, week in, week out, I think would be really good. Yeah, they've, they've got the capability of actually now from microphone entertainment and sort of cross um across presenting if you like with all the different mediums that they do yeah. uh, they can pretty much handle shouldering the burden of the show itself mm -hmm. so yeah why not and they've all got they've all got that capability now uh but yeah it it k it started off pretty well uh with sort of a a bit of a back and forth between everybody um, well, I, I quite what I thought was quite funny was because the new, the new day made a, a whole thing about uh, Romans uh, everyone having their flat jacket still, and the first thing yes. I the first thing I was looking when they came down was like, oh yeah, no, no, Dean's not got his on, and uh, yeah, here comes uh, yeah, no, he doesn't have his on either. Where's Roman? Roman? Oh, there's Ro Roman's got his on still. Uh, so, which was the big dog? The big dog who doesn't need. Yes, he needs dog. his body armor. Uh, still, um, there was there was all sorts of stuff going on. Uh, John, do you, was there anything that sort of stuck out for you? Yeah, um, and definitely the crowd were definitely into the match itself. Uh, they were definitely into the whole notion this is raw versus smackdown you gotta pick a side and start cheer for the shield cheer for new day or whatever you know and it was definitely right down the middle at times so it's like they were totally in invested into it uh crowd still didn't like roman uh still going no. chanting you know yeah. you still suck uh, <laughs> and to them um he is john cena uh, after all well well he's too, john cena 2.0 after all uh <laughs> um Couple of note note fine spots. Uh, Biggie spear to the outside. Oh, I seriously yeah. wish he stopped doing that. It, that it's like, one it's in cool, particular looks weird, but though. it shortens his career. It's seriously gonna shorten his career if he keeps doing it, and it'll only take one botch attempt. Watch one botched attempt of that spear to end his career, and it, I do not want to be there when that happens. Um, a couple other things. What was it that uh, some great hot tags from um, both from both uh, teams? Seth Rollins getting a good hot tag, uh, doing a couple of blockbusters. Well, well, he did one blockbuster and then he t attempted another one. And I think uh, who was it? Um, um, was it Big E? I think that countered it. Yeah, so, yeah, it yeah, really good. swatted him, I think. Was it? it was, oh, yeah. It, it, it was a mess. It looked a mess, so we would have assumed it was oh, a counter. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then it was kind of like uh, leading to, you know, multiple finishers and s stuff like that. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose doing their finishers for near fall uh, on... Um, the kick into the... the... I, thought, I can't remember the name of Seth's kick, but the kick into the... Well, they're, they're calling it the Kingslayer. Um... The uh, the the you know the pull away yeah. knee. Mm. I think it's like that's what they're calling it. I think. Uh, and then D Dean Ambrose doing dirty deeds. Uh, that combo that they do now is uh, uh, very impressive. Um, 
but uh, all, obviously it all leads up to the uh, you know a big cha chaotic brawl uh, mm -hmm. near to the end end bit of uh, the match, which eventually would lead to a super triple power bomb as I call it uh, from the I think it was the second rope, not from the top rope, but from the second rope uh, to um, uh, who who ate the pin? I think it was Kofi. Kofi Kofi, Kofi, uh, Kofi got that. Kofi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, that essentially brought Raw up one in the the ranking. It was Raw one, SmackDown zero. Yeah. They were real. That was the thing. That was the thing that they were really har harping on for this year that they didn't do last year was actually telling who was winning Raw or SmackDown. I think because that's last because year they didn't do that. I think that's because they know uh, a all the fans at home are going to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it does bring along the point that it makes it incredibly easy to work out what matches are going to win in succession, <laughs> which I kind of like point out later on in the night, which we'll mm -hmm. get to. So, but uh, no, um, I definitely agree with you guys. I definitely enjoyed the match. Uh, definitely showed off uh, quite well. Even Roman getting a good good couple of spots and. Uh, mm -hmm. I think yeah. it was a good way to open the show in general. Yeah, I've, I've, I think I, mean, I think that's evident by New Day in general. I think yeah. because that has been the con consistent thing that New Day has had in all of their pay per view performances. They are opening the show very well as a as a cohesive uh, unit. Uh, whoever they're going up against, whether it be the Usos or the Shield or whoever, they tend to have consistency of making the opening match great so yeah there, there was a lot to really like in 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 this one uh the uh, xavier's career has been cut short by about six years because he took a buckle bomb uh which <laughs> was which is funny uh basically you mentioned oh, totally about that. uh book highlight number one of the booker t commentary was uh, <laughs> ambrose can take this all night long whilst ambrose is getting the unicorn stop now <laughs> to be fair, that thing did go on um, forever. Yeah, but it's just like ah, everyone's gonna take this all night. Look, what you, you so you think the man can get taken just being kicked solidly for a night? Okay, fine. Uh, there was there was some. It's the worse. The uh, super kick by Rollins to Big E caught him really flat, and that was that was really sweet. Uh, Xavier also when there was a uh, when it was him versus. Reigns and they were doing a bit of a crossover. The slide under Reigns was actually really slick uh, and and actually popped the crowd a little. Um, uh, the the Reigns going end it now and trying to sort everyone yeah, out. That was a nice little touch. Like okay, we can't do anything. Uh, the uh, the double splash from the from the New Day in the corner where mm. Kofi. First of all, first of all, Xavier oh, was yeah, lifting always, up Big E. Oh yeah, numbers. I totally forgot. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, the double midnight hour. Yeah, the double midnight um, hour. That was you impressive. Had. Um, that was it, it was almost all, all, all splash mounted midnight hour because it was just, like, just bang bang. Yeah. Um, I got really pissed off with Dean Ambrose after that because he's it, he was he sold it for about two seconds. After which he was like, he was like looking around. Was like, is it my time to move yet? And it's like. Sell for fuck's sake, man! Honestly, um, yeah. Other than that, then the only other hidden highlight was, and what I'm beginning to love more and more in the New Day matches, is just follow 
uh, Xavier Woods' hair uh, throughout yeah. the match because it is just hilarious because it gets frizzier and frizzier and it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. And it grows. Oh, it, it, <laughs> the longer the match goes on, the bigger his hair just expands outwards, uh, which is quite funny. Uh, but that, that's definitely a Kane Frizz level uh, kind yeah, of like uh, that. style of um, the Ambrose Lariat continues to be absolute crap uh, oh. and really bad. Oh yeah, that's it, well, it's it's obviously too predictable, and it's getting yeah. even more predictable as time yeah. goes on. So it, it was it was the way I, I just want to have fell into the ropes was really lazy. It was like, yeah. yeah, I just want to have like if. Ever, well, it's never gonna happen again. But uh, if ever Brock Lesnar goes up against Dean Ambrose again, I just want Br Brock Lesnar to just whack him one. Yeah. It's like uh, after that rebound, just really just clobber him. Absolutely. Make him stop using it. And okay, last last hidden highlight from me. Uh, you may remember last show I mentioned about how it seemed a bit odd that WWE didn't notice there were a Young Bucks season desist T-shirts. Mm -hmm. a couple, there was like a couple of fans. Uh, that double, there was four, at right, like the center, the center camera to, to, to the left a bit. Um, four fans with young backseat decisions. Yeah. So eventually, by by Royal Rumble next year, basically the entirety of the hard cam is going to be young backseat decisions yeah. t-shirt, exactly. uh, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, and, and then eventually, just the entire the entire building will just turn into a giant, massive seat assist t-shirt. Uh, but yeah, there was um, speaking of the young bucks, we uh, will get to them again later. Yes, yes, we will. Um, one one little highlight for me because you were talking about the unicorn stomp earlier. Like minutes before, we had the shield, uh, shield emulate it, yeah. that, um, but they didn't give it a name. I would first rightly just like to give it a name right here, and I'd like to call it Hydrant Shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. Like, New Day have it down to a thing where they all rotate around and, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. were just like, stop, 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 uh, tag, uh, move out. Stop, stop, stop. And I was just like, this is so bad. Oh. Oh. Alternative name, the Dog Pound. The, oh, God. Goodness <laughs> <laughs> gracious. Um, I think the only downside is that I had a very big inkling going into this match because it's the first... True Shield yeah. uh, reunion on pay-per-view that um, they were obviously going to go into this match and win it. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. Um, I don't think the Shield needed it, but then New Day don't really need the rub either. So well, it's... Basically, based on the, uh, the story that they're kind of like telling uh, leading up to the match, it was showing that uh, because Shield was done in and, you know, Ambrose and Seth Rollins lost their tag titles because of the New Day mm -hmm. interrupting and doing that, all that that they needed to get that win over the New Day to rectify that you know um, issue and whatnot. you know to get that uh, heat off and you know get absolutely their, get, I just get that. I just don't think uh, a stable of three previous world champion winners needed to get uh, a pay-per-view win true but <laughs> Yeah, uh, from that point of view, yeah, they didn't need that. But from no. the story point of view, like they needed yeah, it. it. At least the actual match itself yeah. made it look like uh, that it wasn't going to be one-sided, which it wasn't, and it was a very good match. Mm. Um, but going from that into something which was very obvious as who was going to win 
the women's Survivor Series match. Oh, God. As soon as Oscar was on the team, it was... Okay, oh, gee, I wonder who's winning. The only thing was, is like, the only way that they were going to get out of it if was she was counted out. But, but yeah, I mean, you oh. spoke in the last match about um, Ambrose's bad lariats. Can we also add Natty's shitty fucking spinning clothesline into that bundle of garbage? Um, I hate that thing. It's so bad. It, yeah, it's, 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 it's not more... as bad as who else was in that team, right? Uh, uh, take well, it away, before, John. Before take we get away. to the match, I really wanted to think, it's like, what was the point of the... Yeah, it's like... <sighs> I hate... You know, obviously, Stephanie McMahon is obviously the heel and whatnot, but why does she have to insinuate that she's the powerful woman that made this happen she is because this is this is harking back to her promo at what was it takeover brooklyn for the main event of or not the main event but the women's match between sasha banks and bailey for the nxt title where she was she kind of like yeah, I was like, um, she had a promo saying, it's like, these wonderful women, and it's like, these are the main side. It's all about her, and it's like, you didn't do anything! And you do, and you doing this promo to hype, well, out, hype up your women, that's not working, okay? I mean, I, I wouldn't do Stephanie a disservice. She was probably a big part of bringing it back from the Divas bit to back to... Well, a women's. wee bit, but not, not majority. Well, I mean, you she know. doesn't wrestle, so absolutely not. You've still got to have no. the talent there, but she had yeah. to be the argue, arguing force to get out of the sexist dump yeah. that it actually was yeah. with her father. Which we're, um, which we're all but, pleased it has gone out of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, uh, and, uh, at the same time, all the promos back, all the promos during the main show were absolute crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. I, I don't recall a single one. But it's the same. We get it every year. Like, it's either some backstage promo for the men's match or some backstage promo for the women's match. And they're all just garbage because the the biggest problem with it is getting a team of face and heels to work together. And and that's the biggest problem is that it's never going to work. Especially when you've got someone who is iconically a heel uh, authority figure trying yeah. to do a face promo. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, point out it's like Alicia Fox losing her hat. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Which is not the only funny thing that will happen in this match. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, the this is obviously. Uh, they were definitely going through the eliminations for this quite quickly. I think um, for this match uh, because you had. Becky Lynch getting, uh, uh, was it, uh, eliminated quite, quite quickly by Bailey. Uh, no, wait, no, oh, wait, sorry, that's the other way around, sorry. Um, no, wait, no, I'm right. Oh, it's no, like no, Bailey eliminated, Becky, uh, Becky Lynch got eliminated first. first by a roll up pin, and I'm really annoyed by that. Um, uh, and before, and before that, um, what was it? Alicia Fox took a very botched, uh, top rope stunner. Mm -hmm. um, which, like, uh, yeah, obviously it's like uh, she was like hanging on the top rope, and Becky Lynch was like, you know, bringing her onto the rope. It's <laughs> total miss. It was like did not work. Um, I it? get, I get the feeling. It's a shame because I think it was specifically filler this match. 
Oh um, yeah, because which is not which wasn't the case last year, to my knowledge. No, but this year you specifically had. You, they specifically built up the teams to have two powerhouses in Nia Jax and uh, Tamina. Tamina, you know yeah. who we've still seen absolutely nothing from in terms of uh, the show type event. Like, I mean, she's, uh, she's not been built up in the way Nia has. And then you, they also go, we've got Asuka, the undefeated in 700 days, and still undefeated on main programming. Which, going back to our earlier complaints in the other two shows that we've done, um breaking up their continuity of NXT and the main roster again because yeah. sometimes they do it and sometimes they don't it's really weird so I think the biggest problem going into this match is like it was going to come down to Asuka at the end and whether Asuka was either going to eat a, a shit pin or just continue the other feature streak and I think everybody knew which direction it was going to go in yeah because they, they weren't going to do a count out uh, elimination for Asuka that was definitely not going to be on the count because everyone would be because the crowd was right behind Asuka like the crowd was really behind Asuka and they knew that she was this unstoppable force and they kn knew that they weren't going to do her in whatsoever yeah. um, so if they if they did do that that swerve there then that would have been really really bad um, what is it uh uh, I mean, gr granted, uh, good good for Tamina uh, cleaning up her uh, uh, superfly splash a little bit, you know. Because yeah. um, nice. she she's, she's not been really good with that finisher no, at hasn't. times, but uh, it looked like she was actually okay this time around with her uh, with it. Yeah, uh, Lana Lana took a pretty big bump as well didn't she like um off, off the, the apron, apron when yeah, yes i she did i it was really and she, really she didn't yeah, she, had, she, she was in heels and she was in one of them so she landed really awkwardly as well and yeah it's the biggest thing that annoys me about lana is obviously she wants to try to be on par with the other female talent but because she's got no proper wrestling back history and like is i don't think they don't want to put the time in because obviously her matches aren't serviceable but they've no. just literally moved her on to like the same role she had with Rusev just with Tamina and I'm like eh, I want to like Lana but it's just like they're not really doing anything with Tamina to make us want to see Lana and it's just like and it just gets back to the point that when they're out in matches we just get the we want Lana chance and it's just like what do you do in that point uh, yeah yeah so um, I think you, you were up to Tamina and, and doing stuff. Yeah, I, I, I Tamina, I Tamina got uh, uh, eliminated barely for with that first uh, uh, superfly splash. Um, Where is it? Uh, Nijax uh, and Tamina faced off. That got quite quite the crowd pop because uh, the Samoan her heritage right there, which won't be the first time. This. <laughs> uh, mm. Uh, that's that that happens. Um, da, 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 da. Um, they they were obviously both selling or like show, showing off that their kind of like dominance of each other of like how hard hitting Samoan they were. Um, which is all you know, it's all right coming from the women. It's like we've seen it so many times with men and whatnot. It's, yeah. yeah. Mm. I th um, I think it was it was a pretty bullshit way that they got rid of Nia again. Yeah. It's not the first time they've pulled this in the last couple of mm. months. 
And like, didn't even the commentators Although, call out that they, the ref yeah. only got to nine? Yeah. Although Nia Jax did hit the floor quite hard. I was I was kind of worried about that. Uh, I don't know whether or not that was quite, um, um, you know, quite the the kind of like bump. But yeah, getting eliminated by count out. Uh, I mean, it. it yeah, she's the big she's the big girl in the crowd, and she gets she needs to be eliminated by countout. That's uh, a bit. Meh. The, the only way they were gonna knock her out is by submission or uh, countout. And the the really dumb thing is that I actually think countout is the more acceptable way in these sort of matches because I don't understand why in a normal a normal standard tag match they'll run in and break up a pit if it's in danger, but in a, an elimination match like a Survivor Series elimination match. They'll just watch on the sidelines. Right. I, have, I have something to say about this in a minute because <clears throat> it's just, <laughs> it's just yeah, it, 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 this is gonna work even worse for earlier. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, moving on, like John. Well, okay, well, Kevin. Do no, you have I'll, 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 I'll do my I'll do, I'll do my stuff in a minute. All right. Because, okay. Um, uh, the um, Alicia Fox got eliminated by a botch pin. Uh, by Naomi, which was supposed to turn into a blooming, <laughs> blooming uh, submission um, uh, elimination, but of course the the referee counted the three. What was it, Mojo? I think uh, Jojo was on um, announcing duty, and she didn't announce that she was eliminated. <laughs> and the no, referee's yeah. going, "No, you're out! You're out!" And it's like you're being pinned. And it's like nobody knows. God damn it! And that's again, Alicia Fox. <laughs> I, I said it last time she has one good move in her arsenal but she fucks everything else up sorry, sorry I'm swearing a lot it's <laughs> alright mate we can, we can live we can rest easy in, in the knowledge that <laughs> when the next Botchamania comes around this entire match will be in there <laughs> Matthew's uh, well, already uh, said boy oh boy was it a good show <laughs> for him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Naomi got uh, eliminated by Sasha Banks by the bank statement, um, which uh, I think uh, would then lead to uh, Asuka being the sole survivor and taking on the three remaining SmackDown uh, team members and eliminating them one by one. Uh, oh wait, no. S uh, Sasha Banks got eliminated by Natty uh, first. Yeah. So yeah, I. So then it got. Oh, it was only Natty and uh, Tamina still left. So it was like two on one. Um, and uh, Asuka just took him out quite easily, uh, tapping out Tamina and uh, uh, doing, uh, what was it? Uh, an another sm uh, submission, the Asuka lock on Natalia to uh, get the win. The the one where they rolled, uh, she rolled up Tamina. I thought was really really cool. Like, it looked like she landed badly on the back of her neck. Mm. Mm. Otherwise, it it looked really cool how she rolled her into it. And um, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Asuka has a really good way of like getting people into a submission, whether it be an armbar or uh, a leg lock or mm. anyway, or even into the Asuka lock. Uh, where obviously she kind of like did it in a very simple way this time around with. Uh, the Askalock of like doing a, uh, I, it's not an atomic drop, but uh, kind of like a, a sit down uh, drop of some kind. I, I don't know what it would be called, but just sitting her down, boom, into the Askalock and yep. done. Um, 
but no, it was good. It was good, obviously, that they used this uh, match to get Asuka strong over again. Um, cause she doesn't she need it though. Uh, well, she well she needs some momentum because at the moment she's not gonna she's not gonna get go for the the women's title until WrestleMania season. I'll tell you that much. No, um, I and, and I, I guarantee so need... you that will not be a one on one affair either. That will be oh. a triple threat or a four way. Aye, but they need to keep. Asuka as a credible kind of like force in the women's division by having having her win be the sole survivor in this Survivor Series match because yeah, if she was because this will, this will out this obviously happens later on in tonight but her for her being the sole survivor after being you know uh, like two on one and whatnot made her more credible and more strong whilst we'll talk about later in mm -hmm. the other elimination match where that wasn't the case so i mean i i haven't i mean um just a, an interlude we're recording this after raw but not but before smackdown i haven't watched raw yet um but they can't if they're gonna build asuka strong they can't keep having her face um doing it the broad Strowman way where it's just like she'll just crush uh, a local talent you yeah. know like that, that needs to change like if they want to build her up as credible the, like the, there's because the, good the, thing problem, with the problem with her matches against the local talent is that they're they're not building up her up as a monster. They're building her up as well. It's like a static, like the the, the about fifty fifty booking on the actual thing. But it's like then yeah. then it's just uh, an instant smash, and it's just they can't. That's not the right way to book. You need to book them against your credible female performers already, and show that she can beat these high level performers. If you want to push her to these new people who don't watch your NXT product, yeah. Well, Kev, you you got the floor. What do you have to say? Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Uh -huh. I have two pages in there. So oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Jeez, I condensed mine to one. Right. Uh, okay. Jeez, um, I don't know what you've got. First uh, first thing is yes. A reminder that Steph, you're right. A reminder that Stephanie was the was the the force behind the women's revolution, um, which we totally needed. Um, and if you got noticed, noticed from that was actually was Nia with the braids actually looks really good. I prefer with the hair down, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, uh, lovely hidden another hidden highlight at the beginning when Becky came out for her. For her introduction, she did her spin at the top of the rope, and she went out to to high five the crowd, and then realised she was actually like a meter away from the crowd. <laughs> the crowd, she was expecting the kids and the crowd to be a lot closer, so she had to like take a quick couple of extra steps and then start high fiving people. Uh, it was just funny how she was like high five, just air, fresh air. Um, I was going to say, then it's like. What would be the difference? Because you know, it's the it, same it was funny, that she, keep she, looked, she looked she looked surprised that she completely mistimed it. It was it was quite funny. Um, Alicia Fox got cheered, and I had to check what I was drinking. Uh, we actually had we actually had, I don't remember that. At one point, we had dueling chants from the crowd. I don't know what they were pumping into the stadium to get this, um, but we had "Let's go Becky, Let's go Fox." I get well again. That's probably the. I guess that's the crowd just going for Raw and SmackDown yeah. mode again. Uh, I'm totally baffled by that. Uh, Cole made a, a good note actually um, uh, regarding uh, 
SmackDown uh, not really sorting out the Becky pinfall and not actually he, Cole pointed out hey nobody yelled to to Becky to watch out there's been a tag uh, mm-hmm. and it was sort of them to say hey it was Smackdown's own fault uh, that got reversed later um uh, Tamina came out. You know, Tamina and uh, Naya were in the ring. I I was also one of the ones who popped at that, and I I was just like, okay, I was quite happy with these two going at it. But I actually was a little bit disappointed that they both again you said this is the Samoan territory and everything. That I always was disappointed that they both didn't suddenly decide, fuck all of this, team up themselves and then destroy everyone. I would have absolutely loved that um, if it had just gone, fuck it, we're going to take everyone out. <laughs> Leave them all in the mess. Both walk out together. We're family. You guys are not. Bye-bye. Uh, I'd, I'd have absolutely loved that. Um, uh, yeah, the landing that that uh, Fox got from the top rope was, was really nasty. Um she did well to uh, carry on with that. Uh, then we've gone to the botch. Carmella. I was watching the show with Double Cross, actually. We were both watching it together. Mm-hmm. Carmella slapping Oscar. We just both went together. I prompted, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like, okay, she's dead. <laughs> she, she, she's actually yeah, dead. Much. Um, there was a lot of, and and then she was. Um, speaking of slaps, sl- Sasha to Natty. Dang, was that loud? Um, mm. that be that that echoed throughout the arena. Um, <laughs> well, that uh, just shows you how dead the crowd were during yeah. this match. I'll be honest. Uh, uh, from time, yeah, I yeah. it got like about halfway, and people were di- dying. So- this is where this is where I was just like going ah because uh, well, there was a, a nice bit where uh, I think Natty was in I think the bank statement uh, and she was reaching out to to Mina and she was actually screaming help me help me which then Tamina came in and broke up yeah yeah I remember that that was actually about, really yeah, yeah about a minute later. <laughs> about a minute later you've got uh sasha in uh i think it was sasha in the sharpshooter uh looking Aye. directly at oscar rory's yeah, but... dumb all right rory's dumb <laughs> yeah, but didn't, didn't tamina didn't uh tamina run in and knock Asker off the apron as well uh, yeah, she did. A, she, had, she did a double thing, but it was mm. it was, it was like back, someone actually going, "No, help me stop this," as opposed to just going, "Ah!" Uh, uh, Oscar just sort of standing like there like a lemon on on the side, just going, Are "You okay there?" Oh, I don't know. It's nice over here in the corner. I think I'll stay here. Um, it was a bit. It was a bit silly. Uh, I love the I fact. Think, that... I think. Uh, I think maybe S- uh, Sasha Banks should have uh, shouted in Japanese and said "Taskade." So... Well, oh, just a simple just, uh, ah! uh, <laughs> translation <laughs> error. You know. Uh, um, the, the, actually, the Becky elimination played nicely into the fact that Natty wanted to be the captain, and Natty's mm-hmm. off waving Becky goodbye. Just one nice one. Uh, 
I love the fact that it came down to Natty and Oscar because you've got Natty's torch pan, she can do the Japanese style. And they kind of went at it a little bit at the beginning. I wish they'd have had a little bit more time. But um, it was a bit, it was kind of hard hitting. Uh, there was some nice, uh, there was a nice switch. Uh, there was, uh, I think Natty did like, kick, like kicks to the back to get out of get out of the, uh, of the or somebody to kicks to the back that got out of the armbar or whatever it was. There was uh-huh. there was some really nice, uh, nice little bit of counter wrestling in there, and um, we knew the result. But uh, I, I say I, the last sort of three minutes when it was those two, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed. No, it was uh, the ending was pretty good. Unfortunately, it was broadcast very easily. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling from the SmackDown side, it was the SmackDown stuff was specifically built up the way it did. In, and this is a retrospect for to lead into the storyline of like who's going to challenge Charlotte next, and it'll mm-hmm. be like like everybody wants to have a go, but they'll be like based on their performance, and people are going well. You know, Natty was the last one. You know, even though, but I have a feeling that's how it goes. But I mean, I'm sure we'll see more of this. Uh, the the women from Raw and SmackDown facing in the uh, the second time of the year where Raw and SmackDown face off against each other at the Royal Rumble because uh, I imagine we're going to see in the next three months more women hitting the roster and uh, we'll see a women's Royal Rumble mm. is the next thing I think we'll see. But, but the how, first ever. But how Royal can Rumble. that be? Don't you know this is the only time in the year where Raw and SmackDown face each other? No, go head to head. Not okay. face each other. Oh, head, go to, head, head. to head. Oh, oh, oh that's, the, that's the cunning thing, is it? Uh, it's all right, because what everybody else has seemed to forget is that this is the second time in as many months there's been no bloody title matches. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> bloody God. Well, we've had, we have champ versus champ matches, though, which leads us right to the first one. We've Knight of Champions literally. I know, I was going to say. Yeah, like Night of Champions, where a champion no, will cla- face it, a it's, contender. It's, it's actually a clash of champions. Clash of champions. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I did the, cl- I did no, the classic uh, WWE mess up, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was okay. Um, I didn't really have any problems. I, th- I think a lot of the problems stemmed with too many people in the match at the beginning. Um I think it would have been more serviceable by a big, big brawl between all the women, like to show, like you know, they're more than just these things. They can actually like properly brawl, not none of this happy slapping brawl, but like properly like throwing people into the barriers and like make use of that other table since they only used one at the end of the night. Like you've got two tables. Like if you want to make an impact, put Nia through it and then let her get counted out. Mm. You know. Oh, true. It might have been too early to do that, but that's why you don't have a Survivor Series match at the beginning of the bloody night. Who knows? Maybe Ooh. maybe Fox was due to go through it. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> totally forgot about um, it. Who knows? But yeah, we should move swiftly on to, in my mind, one of the biggest letdown matches because I was really looking forward to this, but it was the biggest one of the biggest letdown matches of the night and being The Miz versus Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, I could definitely agree because I only have like half a page of notes um, no, of notoriety for this match. I mean, the... Ah, um, the pubs are real. <laughs> the, obviously, it all harkened to the kind of like Twitter talk again yeah. um, of uh, Baron Corbin 
talking, uh, you know, talking to Miz, and then Miz with that uh, that oh sh shocking controversial video he put up uh, of him being censored and whatnot, even though he didn't actually swear. Because uh, no, he, he, he said he said a swear word. It's a, no, he didn't swear. It's like it was censored, but I'll tell you now, he could have said anything that sounded uh, no, similar, and he could, and it would and it, and it would have been funny regardless because the the know. raw the raw footage of that is the actual swear. But yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I think this is just more. It was a really good hype leading into it. Mm. It's just unfortunate. It was just too Miz, boring. Miz, Miz was obviously building the match. Yeah, I, I, Corbin is not very good. I'm no. afraid. Yeah, I, I, I don't see his appeal. It's like, yeah, he's tall. That's it. You know, who yeah, is it? You know? I mean, here's the thing. Like, Miz is the Miz is atypically because he's such a very safe worker. People could call out his matches as being slightly boring because they're going to have less of the high high risk maneuver stuff because of how safe he works but his matches can be very good and we've seen that it's just I yeah. don't think he was able to pull it out of Corbin and that's, no he that's, wasn't that's the problem I mean granted uh, through the through the match uh, Miz was obviously trying to do some work some psychology into it uh, of course he had uh, Maurice uh, on at ringside uh, to act as a little bit of a heat magnet but yeah. really didn't fa factor too much into the match uh, Miz uh, working on uh, Baron Corbin's leg uh, for a good bit and then locking in the figure four but that uh, would eventually just not work because eventually Baron Corbin he would try to sell the leg but he'd be half selling yeah. per se and he just wouldn't be fully invested to in, to sell that injury uh, and just be able to kind of like run and do do a, a deep six and then eventually do an end of days to one of the mistrials I think it was like Bo or uh, Curse Axel I uh, can't remember who um, and then he would he would be able to get uh, an end of day, days on uh... on the Miz oh yeah it was it was on Bo it was but I got it on here as a note, uh, and then yeah, he just ended days. Uh, Miz gets the one, two, three, SmackDown well, win, uh, get the win. So they're still trying to keep up at the end of days this unkickoutable finisher, and they've kept it. They've kept it safe at the moment, but we'll, until I imagine we see a proper high-profile match, like if they ever move Corbin to the the heavyweight championship division, then oh, which I highly doubt on. because. Yeah, because he had the he had the briefcase, and they didn't do anything with him, and he well, lost he, he, it. Well, he uh, taking he, the briefcase that, away. Yeah, that things, but well, I it's like uh, all I'm gonna he, say. If if he was ready, he would have cashed in, and he would have been successful, and he would have been the the heel champion instead of Jinder Mahal. But apparently, uh, apparently not. I I think. Uh, this match is a very good example of why he doesn't have that briefcase right now, because essentially everybody that is complaining the reasons why Jinder had that was doing with that belt, we would have had Corbin on that belt, and I guarantee you that what we would have seen if he still had that briefcase is that um, Jinder Mahal would have got destroyed by Lesnar and he would have cashed in at Survivor Series. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's not much really to say about this one. 
it, it's... I think that, I think that's the problem. It it served as a piss break match, which is the really really bad thing because I really like the Miz. Mm. I really I, do. Yeah, I I think I think we all really like the Miz, especially considering how much he's come along in the last three years. I mean, mm. a lot of people say like 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 last year, but no, actually, last three years, uh, really. Um, yeah. There's, uh, I mean, it suffered a lot because it was heel versus heel. We end up with having two heel versus heel matches in a row, and I which don't, would have been yeah. four, <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah, if, uh, if it was still on its, you know, case. I don't know what the idea was with that, um, but it. So it was that. I mean, you mentioned the money in the bank stuff. Uh, Cole actually called him out when they were saying, when they were saying, "Oh, these wonderful like, look at Baron Corbin done this, this, and this, and this. He's won the money in the bank." Bank and Cole went, "Yeah," and. Miz was the one who was well, the two of them who actually cashed in and succeeded in doing so, um, which I, I thought was quite funny. Um, um, Miz Taraj did something useful. Um, they actually did something useful. Um, uh, Bo tried to take uh, Corbin's head off, which I which I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it was good. The, so there was there was that. Um, the the corner kick by Miz looked very bad, actually. Uh, it was the most obvious thigh slap in the world. Um, mm. So that, that was a bit sloppy. Um, I, I was happy to see more Daniel Bryan theft with the corner drop kicks. And oh yeah, yeah. which was which is nice one nice to see more more Daniel Bryan theft more. Oh, I just <laughs> stop one, one day oh. one. Day. One day the crowd will appropriately respond to that move. One day, yes, they didn't kind they of will. get. They didn't kind of get. They they did the, they did the yeses for the for the kicks, but they didn't. Yeah, they yeah. Didn't well, granted, that. granted, I don't think Miz will be doing it that that many times because that's quite a dangerous drop kick thing because you're kind of like landing on the back of your neck um, a wee bit after mm. doing that drop kick in the corner and it, because. I remember Daniel Bryan doing it, and he's kind of like he was like falling mm, back, like yeah. back quite well. And I don't think Miz wants to do he'll, that. He'll he'll bust, bust it out. Up he'll bust it out when he when he when he feels it requires it. Um, the end of days finish was pretty sloppy. End of days uh, and didn't really do much in the way of convincing me that well, who this is a fantastic move. The deep six still looks a billion times better. Uh, yeah, I, I wish that was the finisher. This this fantastic you know, black hole slam. Or but no, it's like it's just uh, it's just a, a signature. That's a two yeah. count. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Move, end, so of, end of days. Kind of end of days looks like a move, and we've said this before. And the deep six looks like a finisher. Uh, mm -hmm. You will not get up from the deep six. You should not get up from the deep six. Um, the only other, other note I've got on here is right at the beginning, which is what is going on with Baron Corbin's pants? It looks like he's got camel balls. It looks like he looks like he's taking Braun Strowman's old trousers, and looks like he's wearing the piss trousers. Yeah, right <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, what is going on with those? It, it, it looks know. it looks horrible. Um, and um, the last note, just oh for fuck's sake, Baron Corbin wins. Um, yeah, um, my my only remark is uh, on your heel versus heel thing. It really looked like they were trying to push Miz to be the face in this situation. Uh, whether it was regarding uh, things said on social media or whatnot, it, uh, Miz came across in his pre-match interview as a bit more of a face. Mm. Um, well, it was it was definitely the case when uh, the promo after the match 
by Baron Corbin was basically saying, it's like, I got this win and I don't care about any of you. And mm. just walking out. And that's obviously him being the hail right there. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's several stuff like during the match as well, where he's protecting his wife's honor and everything else makes him seem like more of a face in this. Whether yeah. they want to try and shift him over to be more of a face or uh, more of a tweener, I don't really know. Um, I think I he's think probably. Could, I think this could pull off the tweener stuff very well. Um, I was going to say he'd probably be more of a tweener than a face because the because last face run he had was last just not face run was good. Terrible, yeah. Um, I think we're going to see more and more tweener personalities out of superstars now. Quite possibly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you say about that, if, throughout the whole match, Miz was very clearly wrestling angry, which I kind of yeah. dug. That made sense. Um, and and frankly, if you're going to have the two of the, those two, um, Miz is sort of de facto face, just because no one gives a damn about Baron Corbin. Um, yeah. So... I mean, I mean, no one's cared about Baron Corbin even with his matches on SmackDown. Let's be honest here; they've been super subpar. Well, he has been going up against Sin Cara for crying out loud. Yeah. Yes, but uh, we can't. Uh, but that's, no. uh, that's something that Sin Cara will have to deal with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, moving on, I can't remember what the next match was. It was either Cesaro and Sheamus or the women's champion. It was. Match, it was Usos versus the Bar. Right, yeah, the bar. I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was spectacular. I would have to agree. It was actually decent. Um, there was definitely a lot of good work by the Usos, uh, especially at the end, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I would definitely agree. It was definitely a very good match between the two. A lot of good uh, psych uh, psychology from both sides, and uh, yeah. Um, although the promo at the start, I'm re I'm really not just I'm not digging the whole I, Uso pe I penitentiary I thing. I I mean I I get it a bit more if they'd actually won their cage match uh, like the Hell in the Cell against the New Day, but like I love the Uso promos. I love the Uso theme music at the moment. Like I think it's brilliant. I just love the Uso's promo work. I think it's come leaps and bounds from when they were the face team like years ago. I really enjoy them right now. I think they're really good, mm. and I've al I've always had a soft spot for Cesaro and Sheamus, so I was really looking forward to this match. Um, my problem with the match is it was one of those ones that once again felt going into it they made a big deal of Cesaro and Sheamus winning the previous year uh, against the Usos being left in it, so I kind of knew going into it that the Usos were probably going to win this match. Well, granted, uh, I mean going into this match, I think it's like it was Raw. Two SmackDown one, so yeah. again, uh, so they needed to tie earlier. up a little bit there, so that was gonna be the case. Uh, but going into the match itself, um, uh, Jimmy and Sheamus uh, starting off the match quite well. Um, was it uh, Usos taking good control? Um, what, what do I have here? It's like, uh. Was there was just some really good spots in this match, I think, just throughout. Yeah. Um, without spoiling what you're going to say or anything else, like I just think the ring psychology in general is very good. Like yeah. very, very good uh, tag team wrestling. Just in oh general. yeah, definitely. Uh, I've got here. I don't know what. I can't really remember what I wrote here. It's like uh, for. It's like. Uh, 
Uso's more in control while commenters gabbing about BJTTTW. I can't remember what that was. Me neither. It was unforgettable. Uh, it must have been. It, well, it must have been something annoying me that uh, <laughs> that like, I, I made like a comment the, about like, it. Like half of the pay per view, then. Uh, so, <laughs> it de definitely must have been something that really annoyed me. Um, nice uppercut by Cesaro. Cesaro's uppercuts are always awesome to see. Um, the one where he got one of the Usos flying out of the ring. Yeah. That was that was beautiful. Yeah, Ooh, looked a little, looked a little bit sloppy for, in terms of the uppercut yeah. because obviously you've got to be very careful about how you do something like that. Yeah, but in terms of what it was aiming to be, it looked very good. Yeah, yeah. While while the uh, the bar was in control, they did some really good tag team work as well, which is part of the uh, part of the whole psychology of it. It was really good. Yeah. I, 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 they did one really good uh, kind of like segment uh, like spot that I really can't explain, but it was just really good teamwork. Uh, and a really good move to pull off. Uh, 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 Jamie did a wisp, wisp, of, a wisp in the wind to Sheamus, which is kind of weird, very Hardy Boys esque, uh, coming from the Usos. Mm. Um, uh, 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 I think I think at one point uh, one of the Usos were a little late on a spot. I'm mm -hmm. kind of like questioning on it. I can't remember what the spot was. Um, it must it must have been like for pre preparation on a move or something. I can't remember. Uh, uh, Cesaro put uh, Jay into the sharpshooter, uh, which is really good. It, like obviously Cesaro's sharpshooter is not gonna be any any Brett, you know, Bret Hart kind of like sharpshooter, but uh, it's pretty damn close. Um, While you talk about the sharpshooter. Can I say what one tag finisher I would like to see the bar do is Cesaro doing the sharpshooter, but Sheamus doing the Texas Cloverleaf at the same time, like the sharpshooter with the arm. All right. No, I, I, I thought I thought you were mean, uh, meaning something like uh, what the revival and team uh, uh, team DIY did at uh, Takeover mm. that one time, where they have like double double submissions on the two guys, and they're both like tapping out at the same time or something like that i mean i mean that's what i i want them to do like yeah. i want them to have a double submission i was gonna say the problem with sheamus though he doesn't have a submission he's all offense he has used the texas cloverleaf before though yeah but that's he's not a submission specialist though that's the problem though no but like if you're gonna work with someone as sheamus at uh, sorry as cesaro who is you know, very, uh, very, very good with it. I think it would be, I think it'd be cool just for Sheamus to do it. I think it would be a very good spot that, you know, uh, a double submission finisher is also something that uh, forces dominance on your opponents. Mm. You know? Okay. Like, okay I can, we're, we're, we're I in control in this that. match, yeah. you know? Double is, submission, double tap out. I think. Is it allowed if it's two on one? No, I'm not talking about two on one. I'm not talking about like oh, just but they'll have an opponent each. Um, okay. No, I, I don't. I don't think it's technically allowed. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Yeah. No, that would. Like, yeah, the referee would have been counting. Oh, counting to five I'll, for that. You I mean, can get I mean, it I mean, in the five count. <laughs> I mean, I mean, essentially, um, they're not allowed within the ring, which is why refs get really hmm. super annoyed whenever they break up the pinfalls. Oh, super annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? 
He was pinning him. <laughs> I, 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 actually, general wrestling. Thing, I love how refs are so surprised by that. It's like what? No, you. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway going, into, <laughs> oh, anyway, going into the ending of the match, um, uh, Sheamus does a uh, white noise for a two count. Uh, a really a great Samoan drop spot oh. from the top rope. Oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting well. that. That was a really doomed good. Samoan drop. Samoan drop, yeah. Yeah, and then the Usos get, uh, with the final uh, spot off. I forgot which one it was. I think it was Jimmy. Uh, doing the flying tag. It's like I don't know if you guys yeah. have ever seen ever seen uh, the TV pilot for Tag Team with no, uh, Jesse no, Ventura and no, Roddy Piper. Oh God, you should see. It. There's like there's a moment in that TV pilot where the whole thing with them is that they're a tag team and whatnot, and they're like the crime fighting duo, like te <laughs> detectives and whatnot, and. There's this one scene where it, I think it's like Jesse Ventura is being choked out by a goon and whatnot, and Roddy Roddy Piper sees this, and it's like goes into slow mo, and he's like like tag in, like you should, you gotta see a video of clip of it. It's it's hilarious, and there's many reviews of it, but that's what I thought when it happened. It's like, and it obviously shows off with the replay later on, where they have like I like again again I can't remember who it is. It's uh, Jimmy and Jay, Jimmy. Um, well, Uso number one <laughs> tags Uso number two. <laughs> it was and, a good finish. Uh, it was a good finish. Uh, obviously, that tag and dive going on to, uh, I believe it was Sheamus on the outside. Cesaro, I think. Uh, Cesaro, I, think Sheamus, right. I think Sheamus ate the mm. pin. Aye. Um, and then uh, the uh, splash uh, onto um, Sheamus. Uh, to finish the match, and that was a really good yeah. spot. That was really amazing. Very good spot, funny, but amazing. Yeah, I, 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 but, funny for me anyway. <laughs> it was funny for me. Kev, Cliff Notes. Right. Um, so heel versus heel again, and somehow the Usos were the faces in the match, and I didn't quite understand how. Um, Especially after that promo. Yeah, they were both. They're both very heel teams. And I don't know, but the crowd were really into it. Um, they were uh, super pumped. The response, the response on the "ooh so" was really loud. Uh, mm. So, so the crowd were really into it. As I say, uh, during the crowd started ch chanting "ooh so, ooh so" at one point, and Cesaro looked at them, <laughs> and he was just the most disgusted man in the world. <laughs> he looked at the road with such disdain to be fair well, you are talking about a man who went into the crowd to destroy a beach ball yeah yes. I, based on a recent botchamania ending he is the Kenshiro of the WWE at the moment so it's, it's, just, it's just funny um, also I don't know what's happening in the Seamus household but there's a wall somewhere with eight stripes on it um Oh yeah, on. I totally. What, I totally what forgot has about happened his to the, What's happened? To, it's like the mohawk keeps changing into. What can oh. we do to make this mohawk look sillier? And now it's got the. It looks like it has just his, his entire head has been dipped in paint. I just think they're just trying way. to elicit the "you look stupid" remarks. And... They succeeded. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was in full force. They. Uh, where are we? Uh, 
So, yeah, uh, Cesaro taking a back body. Oh, no, we've lost. We lost Pete for a second. Come back to us, Pete. I'm coming. I'm coming. Fucking <laughs> silly old Discord decided to crash on me. Silly, silly oh. old Discord. Anyway, you're not missing much. So the the back body drop um, Cesaro took into the turnbuckle, which was interesting. Uh, as it, uh, it was a bit of a nasty landing. Um, I, I actually quite like the callback to the finish of the 2016 match that they yeah. had with the with the sharp suture and the, and the broke kick. Speaking of the broke kick, you said about um, a tag team finisher. How about a heart attack, except it's the broke kick that's hits? Can you really do that from the top rope? I mean, that would be kind they've of done, dangerous they've for done, sure. They've for done some absolutely maddening stuff with the bro kick before, so it, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me. If it, 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 if it was... If it was... Seamus landing on his back, it would be fine if he can do it. But at the moment with him trying to do a bro kick from the top rope as a with in a heart attack style maneuver... I think that might be a little too dangerous because uh, if Seamus needs to land on that leg, we might have uh, a Sid Vicious uh, kind of like situation. Well, so, what are you thinking of as the heart attack here? Cause... Well, I thought the heart attack was kind of like a... No. Well, okay, I might be I might be Bear... confusing it with the uh, dooms Doomsday You're thinking of the Doomsday um, A heart attack is, is where... A... Uh, it was the bear hug. It was the it was the bear hug, and then it was the back and forth from the ropes, and then right. Okay, then okay, then, then that's a bit better. Yeah, I think that'll be a bit better then. That'd be an interesting um, one. I just they they just don't seem to have a tag finisher. That's all I'm no. saying. Is like the Usos have got their double splash. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I just think that they could use like a tag finisher. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Let's ask him. Um, Cesaro did very well at one point to get out of the way because he was sort of sent over the top rope into from the corner and he kind of got a bit tangled up and then Sheamus was coming in at speed to do the corner post and he did very well to get his leg out of the way because otherwise his ankle was going to get smashed into smithereens yeah. um, so well done on that uh, the sharpshooter itself on Jay Cesaro sat right back on it he was sitting on him and pulling and i was jesus i mean we've, I, that's probably the most i've seen somebody sit back on the shop in a very very long time so props to jay for being able to take that because that must have freaking hurt and then he dragged himself and cesaro over to the rope and then obviously with a little bit of assistance from Seamus, but uh, from cesaro rather but um that was that was a nice bit uh speaking of the drag back and I was getting a bit confused there um, again nice tag team psychology uh, with Seamus grabbing the leg and preventing the tag and physically clawing and dragging himself back over to the other side uh, it was very nice indeed and uh, yeah the mid-air tag was, was very sweet uh, unfortunately I actually didn't enjoy the match that much and the really? reason the reason the reason why is that it's the one match on the card that the commentary utterly destroyed for me because uh, it was so utterly bad especially during the middle the middle like uh, middle well third. do you remember so do you remember what uh, 
what my uh, BJTTTW is all about then? Um, I can only assume it was about when they were talking about the ta- about tag team titles at some point. Uh, Booker, uh, Booker T and Corey oh, wait. Graves. Booker T. Right, so that's another T then. So uh, yeah, Booker T. Tag- uh, yes, the tag team title went. Oh my god, I really got really pissed off about that. Uh... Yeah, it's like Booker T. Just spamming on about how many bloody tag teams he won, and and Corey Graves uh, with his uh, kind of like uh, experience of yeah, got harking back to what Pete said, and it's like oh they don't acknowledge NXT and whatnot while Corey Graves is like a two-time NXT uh, champion uh, t- NXT tag team champion and it's like ugh, that that really did hurt right, so thank you thank you for reminding yeah, me Kevin it was but it was I mean, what was quite funny was that Booker T was when it was pointed out to him that hey what do you think what do you know about tag team, tag team champions well actually he was like this this NXT champion NXT and Booker T went yeah like that somehow proved his point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everybody else sure. is going like, what are you talking about? But the the, the, the wittering on was very bad, I thought. Yeah. Uh, and well, it, distracted, it distracted from the match a great deal. But, right. but well, that's it, that. Other than that, I, I mean, granted for me, I, I kind of just didn't want to listen to the commentary half of the time. I just wanted to focus on the match. Yeah, so. I, w- I want to s- I want to see that match again so I can enjoy it for what it is because there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, play, play, of it play, <laughs> play it on mute. Play it on mute. Just with the crowd noise and no commentary. Yeah. So that should take us on to Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte Flair. Yep. Uh, can I, can I, I start with this one? Because no, no, I, go, I, am, go. I am quick on this one. Um... I first of all, it's, it's, we pretty much start off with a, a collar and elbow tie-up. Why the hell would Alexa want to do a collar and elbow tie-up with Charlotte? She's Why when she, she's got well, all that she's got. She's got the strength advantage. She's got the reach and the leverage advantage. Alexa Bliss, what the hell are you thinking? Well, she does um, that a lot with her com- I know, opponents. But it's like, it's like, it's yeah, but her you... opponents aren't normally what six foot yeah, something. It was just a, a silly, a silly move. Um, no, she's done. She's the... done it with people who are way taller than her as well. So I... yeah, she's just an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I haven't got much to say about this because I thought the match was actually pretty bad uh, and I, I didn't enjoy it at all. Funniest moment was referee and Alexa having an argument about pulling of the hair. It's like, so yeah. like, watch the hair! I know! And then the referee was like, well, don't do it then! Which <laughs> is very funny. Um, the, and the, the finisher was was very bad and was, well... well there, was, there, was a, there was a boot from Charlotte to, um, well, what was supposed to be Alexa's face, but instead was, yeah. well, you could, you could go to a national park and find less fresh air than what it hit. They, and it was it was just, uh, no, this is all you guys. You have this one. Um, I, I just didn't like the match. Um, I just wasn't a fan. No. No, it, was, it just felt... I don't know. Um, it just felt like they just wanted to make Charlotte win again, just to make it. Yeah. Like she was just on top of just everything, with this whole, you know, there was always a queen before there was a goddess, and oh my god, don't can care. I just can I just interject with? I'm not sure if this, if this is WWE that's trying to 
because they're getting more indie wrestlers that are coming in who have trademarked their own names, but they have to feel like they have to put a tagline before every wrestler now. And I noticed this, I only really noticed it super heavily when SummerSlam happened and they did the whole, uh, you know, the whole uh, graffiti writing on the wall where it had like their tagline. I'm so irritated that they have to do this with everybody they want to push these days. It's so annoying. Not only does it make the entrances take forever, it makes all these fucking taglines just pointless. The Empress of to- the Empress of Tomorrow, the Queen, the Goddess, the Boss, the Hugger. You know, it's just I'm sick of it. And that's like, just from the women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm absolutely tired of it. I just want. Charlotte Flair versus uh, Becky Lynch. None of this. But, but that's the problem. Garbage. It's 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 the problem with WWE. They still want to create characters, not people. And to kind of like have the best of both worlds, they have these people with characters uh, or character personas as such. And that's it, like the compromise that yeah. they want to do. And it, it that, so... that to you, Pete, that's more annoying than it just is, having just a straight character. No, it stinks of WWE trying to find a marketing gimmick out of everybody oh, that they have where yeah. people use their own names. Because it's... it's This is why Charlotte... Like they already, already have think, that with certain character, uh, like with certain performers' names already, like uh, Finn Balor and Kevin yeah. Owens. Uh, Pete, are you, are you suggesting that there, there, that it, there was actually some kind of, I don't know... Marketing thought behind Sting suddenly becoming the renegade. Whatever yeah. he was when he turned up. He's like, uh, the icon, the franchise. Well, he's not those anymore because this is the WWE nickname that we specially picked out for him. And oh, jeez. The vigilante. That's vigilante, not him. the renegade. The vigilante. Uh, I'm the vigilante! I'm just is so he? tired of it. Why is he? No one cares. Like. Like I, it would be really, it would be really nice and refreshing to have the commentators for a start call out wrestlers by their actual names rather than the lunatic fringe. Just this amazing move, the architect, the big dog, the big dog, big dog. No, take a big shit on his own fucking lawn. <laughs> um, fucking, I'm so tired of it. Especially when people have been around for so long. Uh, you know, before this was the massive thing, and you know, you have someone with like a billion names like Triple H. Oh yeah, <laughs> the game, the cerebral assassin. The can you imagine if they had? Can you actually imagine if they um, used all of his tech? Because they're doing it. They're like, yeah. Well, welcome to the ring, the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka. Can you imagine? Welcome to the ring, the King of Kings, the game, the cerebral assassin, Triple H. And I'm like, his entrance he, ended five minutes ago. You'd, you'd have to also have. He is. The COO of World Wrestling Entertainment, yeah. the 14-time World Heavyweight Champion. I'm so tired of it, and I just want people to be people. He once saved a puppy from a burning <laughs> building. No, that's John Cena. His favorite color is blue. <laughs> it just goes on and I mean, on. I mean, we're, we're obviously um, subtracting from, like, the actual match, which we probably yeah. should talk about, I guess. So, take it away, John. Yeah, I mean, I've got... <laughs> tell me good of, things yeah. in this match, John, because... Uh, yeah, yeah, please, please tell me the good stuff in this match. Yeah, because we didn't it? see it. <laughs> oh, well, there was there was the 
there there was a good uh, suplex done by Charlotte Flair uh, when uh, Alexa Bliss car. Uh, that was that's good. It. That's the only. That's the uh, only way we can make. We can. That's the only way we can make an Alicia Fox match. Oh, good. Wait, 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 she wait, 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 she wait, 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 she gets herself carried out. She just walks in, suplexes, and walks away. That's all she needs to do. Build her up to be the biggest badass of her time. And then, you know, we'll just have everybody just do a good suplex. And then we'll just call it. And then WWE can just brand every promo as fucking trip to suplex city day one. Hey, hey, let's not forget that currently Bliss's is, Bliss is one of her, like, finishing moves is a right-handed punch. And that's oh, don't, don't, she can don't throw a punch, slap. everybody. Everyone she's, else slaps. She's, she's, just, she's, she's, punch, she's KO punching everybody she's now. It's the small show. For oh, fuck's sake. God, it's the Wii show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't no, give uh, Vince ideas. Uh, John, 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 cut your losses. Let us move on to a good match. Well, cut your losses. No, I want to I want, I want do this. It's like... Uh, Alexa Bliss called for a cold red. It's like, why did she call for? She called for a cold red. It's like it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I, I I can understand your frustration, guys. Um, this was quite forgettable at times. Uh, but I I was a little invested, a little bit more invested than you guys. But no, I can oh, understand. Really? I can understand that how you guys just didn't like this one. Um, but. I mean, I had like half a page of notes here, so Dude, yeah. Let's, if, move, I, let's just move on to. I'm, I'm sure the next match you would probably like even more because I did. Uh, I liked the uh, the next match, which was uh, Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. The oh, minute, it was worse. The minute fucking <laughs> the minute Jinder Mahal lost that fucking belt, I was so happy for this <sighs> match. Oh my yeah. fucking god. Uh, well, and do you, do you know, I'm I'm happy that this was a 15 minute match. I'm happy that Brock decided to turn up and earn a fucking paycheck. I really am. It was so good. Yeah. I really like this match. Yeah. What I, liked granted... more, what I liked more about this match was just uh There's only one thing that was better than this match, but I'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Well, I, I, the first note that I put down was calling it now. Brock Lesnar wins. Question is how fast? And thank God it wasn't as fast I as I thought. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think it would. I didn't really think it would actually go that long. Because I really, I really thought it was gonna be a squash match. Uh, I think if to, it was Jinder Mahal, degree. I think if it was Jinder Mahal, it would be turn up F five leave. Yeah. Um. But no, uh, I I want to hear Kev's story because uh, I'm I I said. Are you just jostling? Yeah, I'm, 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 oh, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't worry. I'm, I'm kidding. I, 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 love, I love this match. I love this match. So, do you want me to do a little uh, rundown then? Or? Oh, by yeah, all yeah, yeah, Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar having the dominant start. That was obviously a good choice. Um, him uh, throwing AJ Styles like a. Bl uh, again. Like I said last time, AJ Styles bumping like a fucking boss. He is absolutely amazing, and I'm surprised he actually is still alive. Um, uh, Brock Lesnar kneeing AJ Styles in the corner was an OMG moment by myself. He was just like taking, he was just laying him in there. Um, uh, Brock Lesnar being a little cocky. You know, showing some attitude and whatnot, and then uh, and then AJ fighting back uh, with um, 
different kind of like uh, with Pele to get kicks bringing down Brock Lesnar to a knee was really impressive uh, like it really the crowd was definitely invested in this match as well they were really hot uh, really wanting AJ Styles to win um, what was it uh, Brock Lesnar got up to about four four suplexes on AJ all of them really like he, real the suplexes ooh, were just, sold really yeah. well like they were just the, like the, full the on one over where, the top belly to belly like the once. the German suplex where AJ just flipped in the air and just landed yeah. face down oh, oh yeah that one. Oh, that was brutal I, I really was concerned about AJ at that point um, eventually AJ um, would uh, constantly hit with forearms um, uh, keeping Brock Lesnar down keeping him uh, woozy uh, awesome four, 450 splash from the ropes by AJ absolutely uh, for a two count um, uh, AJ puts uh, Brock Lesnar into the calf crusher oh my god the counter for that by Brock Lesnar that was brutal as bloody hell he was just wailing on him into the mat I, I legitimately thought that AJ was going to get a concussion from yeah. that um, I, 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 will, I will say I'll say this now. I was actually middle of writing something else when that was happening, um, and, <laughs> and I, I, it start. This line starts off with Lesnar is going mauve, and it just it just it just seeks into holy fuck me. He basketballed his head. <laughs> I remember seeing that and so almost getting out bad. of the chair. Like they should somehow stop him. <laughs> he. He, he has done it before, or like it's been something that's um, been appearing as a counter, especially on house shows recently, where people are smashing their head into the actual middle of the canvas to break up the pin. Mm. Um, but it's the first time we've seen Brock do it, let alone at that oh, force. Geez. Yeah. Um, Phenomenal uh, forearm for two, uh, and then uh, one... Now there was a bit like uh, there was one earlier part where uh, Brock Lesnar caught AJ Styles from a springboard. I think it was like a springboard moonsault or springboard jump from um, wherever from AJ, and they were uh, like Brock Lesnar almost went down. It was almost like a semi botch. Um, like he was really trying his best to keep his balance uh, for that. But no, when the, it came to the second time. Um, uh, AJ went for another for, uh, phenomenal forearm. Brock Lesnar catches it, uh, catches him, uh, hits him with one F five, and gets the pin uh, to tie Raw and SmackDown with three wins apiece. So uh, yeah, um, it was definitely. I don't know if it was your match of the night guys but uh, I would say it was one of the best one either the second best or the best uh, I think although granted I think the best would probably go to the Shield New Day match uh, definitely but uh, no that was we'll like go, really we'll go through good. rankings after we've uh, talked about the yeah. last match as well I think. yeah uh, Kev, um, yeah you mentioned the start uh, Turbo and uh, I, I, I like that. It was logical sense because recently Brock's been getting caught on the start. So the fact that he was straight off and in there, 
um, shows that, hey, you know, Brock's learning, or at least Paul Heyman is learning, and is told, told Brock. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's teaching him, and he's like, okay, okay, Brock, we got this, this is what's been happening here, and he just has a white yeah. hey, board you know, of, like, he, all, all the kind of, like, things He's that not just an advocate, uh, he can, uh, he offers advice. Um, so that made, that, that was, that made sense. Also, sort of, uh, slightly uh, played into the fact that you know Brock wanted to start off quickly because yeah, hey maybe he sees AJ as a bit more of a danger than perhaps was let on because we need to get on him straight away and make sure none of this messing about straight in uh, and, and sorting stuff out um, there was a moment where not long into the match Brock picked AJ up by his hair and dragged him from corner to corner and it was just brutal looking it really was um i agree aj being aj decided he was gonna bump around like crazy uh he was the way he was landing on some of those uh some of those uh, german suplexes was mm. i i was surprised he hadn't dislocated both his shoulders and at some point at one point i thought he genuinely had dislocated the shoulder uh it was it was pretty bad um and Again, he was he was selling like crazy for that. Uh, there was the tornado DDT that was kind of botched and ended up with uh, AJ pretty much face planting the canvas. So that was a that was a little bit awkward. But all the way throughout, there was really really good storytelling, really really good ring psychology going on. They were they were they were telling this story about what was going. It was very clear from the outset that. Hey, Brock was the guy who was gonna who was gonna brutalize and he was gonna fling AJ around and AJ was gonna you know, try and survive. You mentioned about sort of the laying in of the knee. Yeah, that that, that totally got me as well. And like, I, I almost got the feeling that AJ asked Brock to make sure you lay these in. Um, they tr they were going a little well, bit. He, he did it very well because he sold it all the way at yeah, the end of the match. Yeah, well. they were sort of trying to sort of do a little bit of a tease to what happened with Cena. I think yes. uh, as well. Oh, they made they made reference to that as well mm. uh, during it, the match. On commentary, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, noticeably, uh, in the match, this is one of the few times I think we've actually seen Brock in open pain. Yes, with the yeah. calf crusher. With the calf yeah. crusher, yeah. it made perfect sense that as as AJ was going around, he was targeting the knees. He was knees, both knees into the steps, knees into the. The turnbuckle is following around, staying on him, staying on him, staying on him, going into the calf crusher. It made absolute perfect sense. Um, one thing that uh, a lot of people were saying afterwards was that, oh, Brock, has Brock injured? No, because Brock Lesnar was selling like a goddamn champion. Uh, he was doing exceptionally well. He sold. He, he, he sold the knee when he actually caught AJ for the fin for the finish. Uh, and he, he was sort of yelping in pain and he didn't couldn't quite it wasn't he was the stumble wasn't the fact that you know the momentum the stumble was he was selling the knee he was he was like the knee made the, it made it look like the knee buckled a bit uh, and afterwards he when he rolled out and all the way up the ramp he was selling making sure he sold the knee and he was pausing and he was looking around yes he had to obviously I'll, buy some I'll time honest, on the ramp but I was half ex I was half expecting at the end of the match for there to be a handshake it looked like it. It what we looked like it. Brock was sort of looking back, and it wasn't like an "I need to finish this guy" look. It was a sort of like a, a sort of. Um, it was a sort of look. 
that sort of made you think there might be a sort of uh, Taker Jeff Hardy ending. Yeah, sort of, with no, that yeah, sort of that's thing. that's a fair estimation. With, with sort yeah. of like yeah, a pat but... on the shoulder and the sort of like, a, okay, good job, kid. Yeah, but uh, with Brock Lesnar, it's definitely not in this character. Yeah, it's, but uh, it's, but it's not in Lesnar's character exactly. Yeah, aye, it's but, de- definitely not. But yeah, definitely um, a, a big thing of that match going through, I think, was was Lesnar's selling, which is underappreciated, and. AJ Styles is AJ Styles, and enough said. Enough said. Um, <laughs> WWE have complete faith in AJ Styles, and quite Absolutely. rightly so. Well, here's the thing. I hope the I hope the God that's the case going forward, and not just giving Jinder Mahal the title back. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He he goes yeah. on. He goes on to he goes on to lose it at uh, at champions, obviously. But uh, <laughs> I hope but, to God not. But but again, it, it goes back to who do you from the last pay per view? Who do you turn to? Um, who did they turn to for the last pay per view? Who for the emergency? It was AJ mm. Styles. And absolutely, there we go. Um, Fifty minute match, very very good. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um, we're going to have to speed through to the final, the Men's Survivor Series match. Uh, we we kind of knew going into this again like that it was going to be a draw going into this and this would be the match to determine everything. Um, I think it was pretty decent. I think, uh, personally, we knew that there was going to be a run-in from Owens and Zayn at some point. I wasn't expecting it as late as it did come in the match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then I wasn't expecting the the way that the end went, like the the Braun Strowman and Triple H ending. I was not expecting that, and it was it was very interesting to see because we normally like consider Survivor Series is the thing that's meant to be. There's you know there's always going to be a screw job at Survivor Series, and like it wasn't really that much of a screw job. You know, it had two pieces where it could have looked like it, but Braun was like, "No, you ever try to screw around with me, I'll break you in half." And the actual, the face hold that he did in Triple H was mental. Like mm. that was really well done. The visual of trips in absolute terror. Yeah, was 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 quite something actually. It's um, pic- it was picture perfect, definitely. Definitely with that shot of Triple H's uh, fear. Props, yeah. props to him on the acting there. Actually. Yeah, which, which, which got a little wackier when the cameras yeah. uh, were switched off. <laughs> uh, we could talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want, I want to start off with uh, with both Triple H and John, John Cena coming to the ring. Why, why weren't they supporting their re- respective brands? They I mean, were. Triple H, he, he can't. Oh, he he was kinda. He was wearing red, but not raw. I was, I was <laughs> expecting a John Cena like blue uh, HLR shirt. I was expecting a new yeah, one, but, it, but no, Mister Mister Skittles. Every color of the rainbow already has a blue one, so he can't do that. So he go in with neon green. He he was um, representing the Cena brand or the Cena, yeah, or it. or as we call it nowadays, the Cena Bella brand. Oh God, listen. No, I don't know what was going on there. Anyway, uh, a brid- abridged cliff notes, if you could, John. Okay, um, Samoa Joe and uh, Randy Orton was starting off the match. Uh, although, granted, before that, you know, Shane McMahon trying to be a man, and uh, or a McMahon uh, trying a to be a yeah. strongman. 
It's uh, stupid. Uh, a lot of mind games uh, between uh, Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura. That was awesome. Uh, the crowd was popping for that. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Uh, what was it? Bobby Roode gets a, a, ta a hot tag and the crowd pop. Triple H get, comes in and uh, they have a little bit of uh, mind games there with yeah. uh, the taunts of uh, the glorious taunt and the suck it taunt. I think uh, it's I think it's fair to say with this match that the Raw side of this does what the SmackDown side of the female does, and they've specifically done it to lead into more storylines on there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Kurt Angle was in good form, even though he was kind of. Uh, working injured a little bit he had his leg taped up uh, yeah. I noticed that um, uh, was it but when it got into the eliminations it really was kind of annoying uh, oh, who got eliminated first uh, I think it was uh, Shizuke Shizuke Nakamura got eliminated first that was really annoying it um, was but I'm also glad he did because fuck Michael Cole saying shin every five seconds. Yeah, uh, that, that irks me a little bit. Well, you can't call him by his last name. Jeez. Um, well, no, but you can say Shinsuke. It's not hard. It's overly familiar for Michael Cole. <laughs> yeah, he, he he has he has to abbreviate it because he's stupid. He he's I can only he's say words with He's not letter. fast. No. Um, what was it? Uh, there was some dissension in the ranks between in the Raw ranks, so like mm -hmm. between mm -hmm. Smojo and Finn Balor, as evident, and uh, of course Triple H and Kurt Angle. Um, uh, to, to, after what was it? Uh, I think Bobby Roode got eliminated next. Uh, they, uh, what was it? Even though they were eliminated, they came back to help yeah. with the rest of the team. Yeah. Oh. to suplex uh, Braun Strowman through the about? table. That was stupid. Um, uh, it was like uh, a couple of more eliminations. Uh, John Cena, A.A.N., uh, 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 Finn Balor, and uh, Samoa Joe. Giving two to Samoa Joe to get to make him eat a pin. Uh, that was annoying, and then Finn Balor straight after uh, uh, Finn Balor gets eliminated afterwards as well, uh, which really annoyed me. Um, Kurt Angle and John Cena have a little bit of uh, I was uh, looking forward angle. to this. I was uh, looking forward to it now. Yeah, um, John Cena gets taken down by two a uh, two angle slams to be eliminated. Uh, what was it? Um, then we then we should have. Oh had, oh wait! Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton uh, took out Finn Balor with an RKO. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what happened. Out of nowhere. Uh, and then out of no, out of nowhere. And also out of nowhere, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens coming in to take out yep. Shane McMahon. Uh, and then uh, Randy Orton gives uh, Kevin Owens a, uh, an RKO from out of nowhere. So you know, people got their bits for that. Uh, but then he gets eliminated by uh, Braun Strowman with a power slam, and uh, uh, it ends up being uh, three on one uh, with uh, Triple H, Kurt Angle, and Braun Strowman against Sean, uh, Shane McMahon. And I'm thinking, what the hell? This, 
you could have put in a little bit more of the younger guys in there instead. I agree. I uh, unfortunately think it was uh, a thing that they just wanted to push specifically. They, they for... just want they just wanted to have a storyline set up for the the Mania season going forward. Yeah. Um, especially with Cr- yeah, especially with uh, what happened next. Uh, Kurt Angle obviously was going on. Uh, uh, Shane McMahon uh, putting him in an ankle lock for what felt like an eternity, uh, and then Triple H. Uh, you know, does the betrayal. He takes out uh, Kurt Angle with a pedigree uh, and then rolls Shane McMahon over uh, Kurt Angle for the pin. Mm-hmm. And everyone's thinking, oh, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's he's on Team Blue this time. But nope, swerve. Kurt, uh, Triple H pedigrees uh, Shane McMahon, gets the pin. And Braun Strowman is just like there, just like the rest of us, just dumbfounded. At what he what he just saw there, and of course it it was just him just going. You're not gonna do that to me. If it no. felt it, it it felt like the the whole Kurt Angle thing felt like the really odd way to start building up into a WrestleMania campaign three months down the line, four months, five, four five months down the line. It felt really five weird. months. Yeah. Aye. Kev. But yeah. <sighs> okay, so. Uh, be as quick as I can. Before the match, there was a very, again, a very nice video promo. Um, one, again, little hidden highlight. When they got to Bala, uh, they had Bala specifically at the point in time where the lyrics of the song was, Take Bullets For Me. So it was like, ah, see what you did there. Um, speaking of that, when in the ring before the match began, trips with the two sweet to Bella. Seriously? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go, let's go with that. I appreciate that Nakamura came out in blue. I honestly thought that he might just still come out in red for I some reason. Red jacket, yeah. I was, I was, I was actually, I was, I was like, oh, good, they've sorted that out for him. Um, like, yeah, we had the sort of. Not for two, John Cena, though. We had, we had the two, the, we had the two sweet to the bridge of the nose and for. To Nakamura from Bala, sort of like the... That was a really good exchange. I that was that. like, yeah, that that, that that first seven, that first seven or so minutes when it was all like little moments, little moments here, so you can see, hey, you can see this guy take on this guy, and all oh, this guy wants this guy. That was really good. That was really good. The crowd were really super into it. I was super into it. Uh, lots of possibilities here. I noticed that when we had the Nakamura and Bala confrontation, everyone's going, yes, yes. Trips was, prop- Trips was the one who was really looking around at the crowd and he was taking it in and you could tell he was putting that in his brain and you never know. You never know what we might get down the line off of that. But he took notice of that big crowd reaction. He made sure he took a well in re- notice of it. Um, there was an entire sequence about that where Raw, again, with the, with the dissension um, and they're totally in control Raw, I've, Raw mm-hmm. is dumb again um, for some reason, then oh, we, yeah, had, then we had we had Strowman I've put it down here, Strowman versus the real main event mafia <laughs> um, when he was taking all all, the, all guys on his own it was, it was very strange uh Cena took an absolute eternity on the five knuckle shuffle, and that was just annoying. Uh, straight after that, he was going to the, the the ankle lock. Cena stopped selling altogether. 
Um, uh, uh, just Seemed before the count, see, before see. the counter, he did he did what Ambrose did, yeah. and just sort of ah, uh, so I'm going to stop him now. Is it my turn? Are we are we good to do a count now? Good, yeah, okay, right, doing it now, and it, that was really bad. Uh, Shane had a nasty hit on the barrier. Actually, yes. he, it's, Shane got the crap beaten out of him. He had a really nasty landing on, I think it was a suplex, and he kind of landed on his side. He was holding his back afterwards. It's not as bad as what happened to him last year. No, it's very true. True. Uh, the RKO on Balor was a beautiful one. It was a really yes. nice one. The thing about RKOs when they've got a bit of like horizontal travel as well, and they do a little bit of a spin as they go. Something about it. Uh, it was very nice indeed. And then we've got to what, what Turbo was saying to the end. I've just got at the top of the page, he's like, Old guys rule! Wait! <laughs> It's like we got rid of all because because at, at one point because obviously Strowman was taken out and we just had Angle and Trips for uh, Angle and Trips versus um, Orton and Cena and and because Shane and, and Shane was there as well so it's, it's, it's all the old guys yay we're doing wonders with this match in the future. Um, there was a nice uh, when it was. Just, it was just Shane. Shane had a very nice Oklahoma roll. It was actually really, really slick. Um, I was actually really pissed about this match because they had Shane and they did nothing really with the potential to play on the history of Shane and Angle and their match with King of the Ring, which I thought they could have done. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for a fucking eternity to have Shane and Trips really go at mm-hmm. it. Never do. Uh, and yeah it just it just goes into just fuck this shit fuck this shit kick his ass brawn um, <laughs> that was my last one but uh, so we ended up with Smackdown kind of buried at the end which was yay eh. um, terrified trips face for best meme of 2017 and yep. But the, the thing that I thought was, was very notable here was John Cena was utterly irrelevant in that match. Utterly, he was, utterly irrelevant. It could have been great. anyone else. They could have actually given somebody who was there who was there full-time and has the attention, you know, on, on the SmackDown roster. I, th- I, think, come out of I, think, that I think John Cena was just there as a way to get Triple H into the match. He was, yeah, he was there as... He, he was there as a, as a counterpoint. But there we go. Okay. Uh, we're nearing the end of this. Um, it was... Overall, decent pay-per-view. Uh, John, rating out of 10? Uh, I am going to have to probably give it a 7, I think. That's uh, not bad. 7 out of 10 is not bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, it could have been worse. I could I could bring it down a little bit more for the commentary and whatnot because that was all over the place. Um, like, if I was fully focused on the commentary and whatnot... Um, I'd probably give this like a five, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, but because I was more invested into the matches and whatnot, I'm gonna say seven. Because, uh, okay. yeah. Uh, straight seven. Uh, it was a lot better than the previous pay per view that we watched, but, uh, you know, like commentary. Room was, for improvement. Commentary was an issue. We didn't have a real. Uh, I wouldn't say we had like two or three big barn barnstorming matches like we have had previously on some of the cards 
and it was a little bit all over the place uh, and suffered a bit because of the need for sto- the need for storyline. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm gonna disagree with you both and give it an eight out of ten. Uh, mostly because I enjoyed, I think I enjoyed a few more of the matches than you guys do. But I do agree the commentator, the commentators were garbo, and uh, it was leading up into storylines, uh, which I'm not too bad for. I think it could be good, as this sort of pay per view generally uh, they generally see who works well with who on both rosters and see mm-hmm. what they can do in terms of swaps later on. Um, I was, I'll be honest, I was fully expecting. Uh, Owens and Zane to do more of a hey we do this and then we'll hello Triple H and we'll get us back on Raw and we'll work from there get off Smackdown but we'll see um, we're very quickly running out of time um, John where can they find you on the social media you can easily find me on Twitter at TurboXLR and you can also check out my Twitch streaming channel twitch.tv forward slash TurboDriveLive Mr. Kevin you can find me on Twitter at the Kevin Eva. Uh, or alternatively you can find Last Minute Continue at Last Min Continue and you can find us on YouTube by You're Already Here if you're watching if you're watching the iTunes then hi please give us a five star rating <laughs> uh, but yeah otherwise Mr. Pete absolutely Mr. Pete, Mr. Pete. Titan's Creed uh, Esquire you can find me uh, on my personal Twitter at Titans Creed. You can find my Twitter that's built specifically for the YouTube at the Gaming Phoenix. Uh, sorry, at Gaming Phoenix. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash Project Phoenix. Um, everyone, if you have watched this video and you enjoy it, uh, I hate to be the guy that does this on YouTube, but yeah, give us a thumbs up. Uh, leave a comment. Tell us what your best match uh, that you enjoyed at Survivor Series was. Just get involved and we'll you know, start the conversation. We'll just talk back to you as well. Uh, we know you're there. We see you watching. We do see you watching. We know you exist. Uh, come and talk to us. We'd love to have the conversation with us either on social media or in the YouTube comments below. iTunes, as Kev said, leave us a good review and everything else. Please do. Before I go, I do want to do a massive shout out. Go watch the 365 uh, episode with Kevin Owens. It is really, really good and an amazing good watch. Uh, otherwise, we will see you next time for we're going to talk about NXT War Games, uh, which the other two are excited about. I don't watch a lot of NXT, but I've heard good things about war games, so it'll be an interesting show. Until then, thank you very much for watching, ladies and gentlemen, and until the next video slash podcast, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.